Hey, thanks for being a part of the conversation. This is Play It Forward. Real people, real stories, the struggle to play it forward. Episode number 570 is with Elizabeth Vargas. I'm great. How are you? Absolutely fantastic. Looking forward to talking with you because you are in such the right place at the right time with all the things that are taking place around the world. Oh my God, Elizabeth. Yeah, it's quite a quite a news cycle, isn't it? I could not have. It's it, we did not expect to be launching in the middle of literally history being made in the United States. <laughs> yeah, because there's so much going on. Do you feel like that you have to be the storyteller now? It's like I have to explain to him that this event took place, but don't assume. Let me share something that I've learned. It is. Listen, I think right now what's important, you know, is explaining what happened, why it's significant and what are the what are the different options for what may happen next. And you you know, we do that by providing nuance and context to these fast developing events and, and talking to not only newsmakers, but to really smart analysts um, who can provide that. Um, I think that right now, uh, a lot of the cable news landscape is populated by a lot of people shouting yeah. or pushing highly partisan talking, political talking points. And uh, that is not what we plan to do. This is not an opinion show. If guests come on to express an opinion, I will ask them to to challenge, you know, to, to explain them mm-hmm. and defend them and play devil's advocate so that we will have a more thoughtful, hopefully, conversation about what's going on that day. Well, see, we need this. We need a well-focused show because you're absolutely right. I am all over the web, all over the TV, searching for my own opinion because everybody else is sharing their opinion. And, I, and I'm wasting right. time that I can't ever get back again. Right. No, that's exactly what's happening. And I think that what you just said, we hear all the time. Um, I have never in my career uh, done a, a partisan or opinion show. Um, and that's, you know, from the very start, when I was talking to the executives at, at News Nation, I told them that's not what I'm interested in doing. I'm, mm-hmm. So this is the newscast of record for the network um, from six to seven Eastern. And uh, it's a full hour and we go very deep on a handful of the biggest stories of the day. I'm glad it's an hour because in my heart, that tells me that you're going to give us the opportunity to breathe. You're going to give us space yeah. to really listen to what's going on. Right. And to really listen as people explain why, why is this significant? What does that mean? What might happen next? How did this happen? Um, You know, there's on a variety of issues and obviously, you know, former president Trump's indictment and arrest has really dominated the news Mm -hmm. cycle. But for example, there's a big murder trial starting this week in Idaho, the Lori Vallow case. Yeah. And last night we did a very deep dive on cults because in this case, she, uh, the defendant is accused of, of killing her children and she's a, and because she's a member of a cult. How do people get caught up into cults? How do they ha- how does this happen? And by the way, a lot of really smart, well-educated people find themselves vulnerable to cults, unlike what many people believe. So that's, you know, we were able to do a really sort of big, thoughtful piece on cults and how they start and and why people get caught up in them last night. My, the my own church here in Charlotte, they're constantly blamed or accused of being a cult. And I and I have to sit there and really? take, you know, oh my God, yes. Elevation Church. Oh. You know, we, they, they just, they're constantly after us. And it's like, they're, we're, we're not a cult. I swear to God, we're not a cult. Yeah, well, 
you're not out killing your kids either. No, so no. <laughs> that's a little bit of a different thing. So how do you react as a journalist with all of this clickbait stuff? I mean, I mean, we are so convinced that if we see something, we have to believe it. And and I, I, I'm always afraid that it's, it's, it's going to affect the journalism world. Oh, it affects everything. I, I really believe strongly that all schools in this country should be now teaching a class called information literacy. Um, if I had a dollar for every time I told my kids just because it's on the Internet doesn't make it true. Right. Um, you know, I could put them through college already. Um, it is it's a real thing. Uh, and we've seen it. You know, people believe conspiracy theories. They believe wild tales just because somebody typed it out on their laptop or desktop at home and posted it online. And um, it's really, really important that um, we quadruple fact check everything. And, you know, honestly, that's where my experience as a journalist, I went to the best school of journalism in the country, which is the University of Missouri. And, um, you know, I have training, the people I'm working with have training. We all work with producers and lawyers who fact check everything. It's It's just... You know, unfortunately, when you're online and in many of these sites, it's just one person stating what might be their opinion or misconstruing facts to to fit a certain narrative. It's it's it, it can be very tough and you have to really go, you know, you have to go into that fully aware of the fact that not everybody um, goes through that rigorous fact-checking process. Accountants today are afraid of the future because people aren't going in that direction to properly learn how to do it. As a journalist, do you feel the same way? Because, I mean, look at the, the, the students that are at these schools of broadcasting and university. Are they doing it right, and how can we put focus on their journey? I don't know. There are lots of sco- uh, schools of journalism out there, you know, that um, – teach different curriculum. I I can only tell you what I learned and what I think is important. And it wasn't just the, you know, how to write. Um, It was also the ethics of journalism. It was, uh, you know, the law surrounding what we have the right to do. And, um, you know, I almost went to law school. I don't think a journalism degree is necessary to be a great journalist. Um, But you are going to learn in your career plenty about ethics and law. And, you know, when I worked at ABC, every single, you know, for example, when I hosted 2020 for yes. 15 years and every single one of the shows that we would screen in the edit room in this big edit room with all the producers and everybody assembled also there for those screenings were, were ABC lawyers wow. and ABC standards people who, you know, would stop and say, you can't say that. Or what's your how do you back that up? Or I and they had read the transcripts of every interview I'd ever done on that hour and said, I think you're taking that out of context. I recall that, you know, we pour over the transcript to make sure it was fair and accurate. Um, unfortunately, that's not done in some places. And we see a big lawsuit right now between, you know, Dominion and Fox that's News it. where that clearly, yep. clearly wasn't done. And that's bad for all of us in the media because everybody thinks we're all that sloppy or we're all that, you know, gosh, in that case, if those text messages and emails are, are true, it's it goes beyond sloppiness it's you know well we'll see what a court decides but wow. anyway wow yeah congratulations on elizabeth vargas reports on news nation i'm so glad that like, like i said before this is a well-focused show and we will learn from you well-focused and and aimed toward the 80 percent of the people who are in the middle center right center <laughs> left you know, not political partisan talking points. We really want to be thoughtful, provide context and nuance. I love it. Be brilliant today. 
Thank you. Thank you.